Welcome, freshmen. Tonight you are pledging into the coolest fraternity on campus, Alpha Psi Omega. Sir, sir yes, sir. sir. For tonight's challenge, you have to listen to the fourth podcast without puking. Sir, sir yes, sir. sir. Hit it. Hey, what's the fourth? Oh, uh, uh, it's this really terrible pipe. <laughs> you guys are weak. You couldn't even last five. <laughs> oh, somebody turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> You are now entering the fourth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 36 of the Fort Podcast! Woo! All right! Hey, the Fort Podcast! <laughs> damn it, Kevin, you really do have pet, pet stains. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Oh wow, you do again. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just uh, it's, it's, my, it's my jeans. I, there's nothing I can do about it. Oh, that's your shirt. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's it's the jeans. Do you wear deodorant? Or uh, yeah, but uh, but I've, it doesn't I've, stop. I've it. tried it's several just, brands, yeah. and yeah. Well, no, it's like, weird. I've never I've never met uh, an anti that could fight my perspirant. <laughs> no, I mean I understand. <laughs> you know, it's 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 the first day of February when we're recording this right now, but. Uh, it's like really warm out, so it's almost like summer. Doesn't matter. I, I've seen Kevin's pits in the winter time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's still yeah. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they never stop leaking. Never. Yeah. I mean, you just sweat a lot, right? Well, and also when I'm kind of stressed out and then you know I got a lot on my mind. Like, are you stressed out? Well, you every, have a lot every, on your mind. Well, every time we record a Fort podcast, yeah, I'm always like, oh, I got to be at top of my game. I got to I got to be at level ten. <laughs> and then, but the so you talk it comes out at level three. <laughs> yeah. So you just start str- stressing and sweating because my ten is three. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe I should go for eleven. Then it'll be a four. I don't know. I suck at math. <laughs> but yeah, co- talk about cold weather. Uh, you were in New York. I was in New York last yeah. weekend, and uh, yeah, it was it was actually kind of warm. It wasn't that bad. It's, a, it's at the end, of, the the end of January. Weather's all fucked and, up yeah, everywhere. I, I didn't have to wear gloves or a cap. I, j- I just had a, a warm sweater, and I was fine. Yeah, cool. How was New York? Meet, Kevin? meet any big city horrors? Uh, yeah, actually, want to see a picture? Yep. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I went out to a bar. Uh, with- That's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was with my friend James and uh, we met up with a bartender buddy of his and he uh, he hooked up with some girls and like brought him out to a bar we all we were all hanging out hooked up like they met up or hooked up like he got a figure um, in uh, met up met up yeah there, wow. there was no there was no bodily contact was this in uh, Brooklyn or was this in uh... it was in Manhattan oh wow yeah the, uh, official yeah and then uh, Great Adventure started emailing me so so uh, Great Adventure we were all texting back and back and forth while Great Adventure is while his, his improv group that's not together anymore. Yeah, so uh, so there's me drunk with a, a pretty girl. Oh, let me see the picture. Okay. Wow, she she apparently she enjoys uh, Satan <laughs> because she's doing that sign. Of wow, the Kevin, she's <laughs> really she's like a dirty blonde, very cute. Yeah, luscious lips. She's got yeah, a very nice face. Uh, she's wearing a little beanie. It's very cute. And you know what else she's got? Uh, a boyfriend. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? This is yeah, the story ever. So why? why are you telling this? <laughs> Ed, did you see the girl? She's really cute. But yeah, I know. And yeah. that scarf I'm wearing in the picture, I lost it because uh, I, w- I went outside to have a cigarette and some uh, redhead came out. And she's like, oh my God, I'm cold. Can I have your scarf? I thought you were quitting smoking for the new year. Well, it was, uh, it was, it was, a, hand, it was a hand-rolled cigarette, so it didn't count. 
Well, he's well, quitting. Does. He's quitting smoking in California, but he was in New York. So. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that one sounds better. Thanks, Mike. Oh yeah. man, I'm gonna tell you if you ever get married, I'm gonna be like, don't trust him if he goes out of town. <laughs> he's not married once he leaves the. When he makes promises, they're only California promises. So that's the way us part in this state. <laughs> well, that was very chivalrous. You gave your scarf to a a, a damsel in distress that was cold. Yeah, but uh, no, I think she just wanted a free scarf. Yeah, she kind of bullied me out of it. Yeah, and I was drunk. I was helpless. <laughs> I was helpless to her her cleavage charms. Oh, oh, soft skin touch. Well, did she give you a kiss or did she like say, you know, I mean, was she, I, nice she made eye contact a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'd say if you give someone a scarf or something, you know, like you should do more than that. Well, she just kind of walked away tug, with tug. it. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. a tug. I didn't realize it was gone until the next morning. Yeah. Uh, wow. It wasn't like I was like, here's my scarf. Wait, Ed, what is tug tug? <laughs> my, you, you need to go to Urban Dictionary every day and learn a new you Seriously, you don't know what tug tug is? No, what is that? It's a hand job. Wait, I thought a hand job was just a hand job. When did it become a tug tug? When I say when I make dirty things cute. <laughs> Is it really? That's really an expression. For Actually, I think that's Ed's expression. I've never heard that elsewhere. Why? Why are there so many expressions for one thing? Like, why don't you just leave it at hand job? Because why pe- does it have to be a yeah, tug tug or a whack job? Or because like the a, purpose of slaying because a whiffy ball. Because people come from different playgrounds. Yeah, that's why, Mike. Because we live in a tribal society where, like, you know, like we have our own vernacular with the, with the, the friends that we hang around with. Yeah, you know, but it's like the word awesome. I mean, to me, it's like there's only that word awesome. You know, what else do you say? Cool, spectacular, the tits. But yeah, well, okay, okay, yeah, great. Yeah, but I don't get well. Yeah, yeah. big time, haha. Right. I mean, I just, Le- less less than than awful. <laughs> it's awesome. I less, think, less than awful is awesome. I know. Cause I, I, I didn't realize that that was already a word. Oh. I was saying, or uh, less than uh, everything. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Awful. Awful and awesome. Ooh. Yeah. yeah you're right. That's that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's hard to keep up with all this. You know, like this L- just, language. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just too many like sayings. Quit for one talking thing. like a ninety year old. Yeah. Man. Kids these days, they're always making up new words for yeah. words that we already have. Well, it's kind of true. Information superhighway. In my day, we just had an information cul-de-sac <laughs> called encyclopedia. Look, I've always known. <laughs> I've always known things to be like a good old American hand job. You know, when did ever like deviate from that? Because in other parts of the world, people get <laughs> get hand jobs. Yeah. When did it become like the Yankees? You know, or the Yankers, or the whatever you call it. What? You know? Well, isn't that always no? Like that was a, a baseball team. Yeah, but yeah. isn't that a common term now? Like for, for a hand whacking job? off? Yeah, like hey, oh, or from whacking off or a hand job? Yeah, like the Yankees from, from, or like the Yankees? stupid babies. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. You know, maybe that's a Mets thing. And I don't. I think. I think it's too much. I think people should just pull back. All right, okay, I, all right, I think, right, I think Mike, you're getting angry this? for no reason. All right, yeah, my, I think Mike is feeling overwhelmed because he feels like he has to know every single term. But it's not that. You just got to know at least like the basics. You don't know the basics. That's yeah. the problem. You, you know what? You, you leave your house and then you hear more terms. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying I'm a hermit? Uh, I'm, I'm just saying that you enjoy... Put put IS, ISH on the end of that. It's, uh, it's not that. <laughs> Hermish. <laughs> I like being a homebody, you know? I mean, it's a scary world out there, so... But, but you know what? And that's scary. It's fun, yeah. And then that adventures, would, and when you don't die, it makes you stronger. Yeah, Indiana. It, can you imagine how boring Indiana Jones's life would be if he was like, "Ooh, I like treasure, but it's scary yeah. out there." I'm just gonna be a professor and talk about treasure. Yeah, I love my students. <laughs> boring movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, of course, I make a bad movie. I, mean, I travel, you know. Like I, I get out there. You had to look at trains. <laughs> well, hey, man, that's you know, you got to go to some pretty dark places to look at you know trains. You mean nighttime? Well. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you gotta go. I You're mean, about in Los valley? Angeles, you gotta go to some bad areas to you know see some good traffic. Okay, unless well, you go out to Cone Pass or something, then you're all on your own. Uh, okay, now we're losing listeners. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> Mike, nothing's wrong with you. You're fine. Uh, thanks, Kevin. Don't feel pressured. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate that. Uh, you know who's not fine? Me. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah so, I, Ed, how's your back doing? Yeah, I hurt my back. Uh, for those of you uh, that, that care, uh, doing nothing. Uh, basically, just I, I sat down during a show, and then I got up like five minutes later, and then all of a sudden my back said, "Oh, by the way, out of order." And I was like, Ugh. Rob and- Corddry told a story where he threw out threw out his back like that. He was just sitting in a chair, and he turned one way, boom, threw out his back. Yeah, well, uh, so I've been getting physical therapy and got acupuncture. Uh, and did you get a You've never done that before, right? No, I've never done acupuncture before, and it's weird because I just assume that it's expensive. So uh, the chef where I work, uh, he referred me to this place. He's like, "Oh, it's cheap. They're on a sliding scale, and it's called like the Eagle Rock Acupuncture Community Center." Huh? But the thing is, I don't know. I, just because from what I've seen, like in in movies, when they get acupuncture, it's like it's like you're by yourself, and, and yeah, you know, some some old. Some wise Asian dude just sticks you with needles, and he takes off a shirt. And and he's got a dragon tattoo on his chest. Yeah, exactly. And, but but I go, and it's like, ugh. I guess it since it's for poor people. There, there's like there's like twelve like easy chairs, all with sheets on them. And then uh, like you you go and you sit down, and then they stick you with the needles. And then like so then like you're like relaxing and sitting there with stuff. And that just more people start coming in, and people are just like making noise, and you're just kind of like, oh, this is weird. I don't like this. Yeah, it's uh, supposed to be like a serene, like you're by, like meditation. Well, almost, yeah, right? well, they are playing like meditation CDs, but, oh, okay. but it still doesn't change the fact that there's some fat poor guy next to me. <laughs> were, were the meditation CDs music, or were they like nature noises? A little a little b. Oh, like, well, did you, um, did, did you like the, the, you know, the needles in, in the back? Like, did it feel good? Well, you know what? Here's the thing. It's supposed like, to relax here, right? I know. Well, here, here's the thing. Like, going into it, like, I've never done it before. So, uh, on one hand, like, I want it to work. But on another hand, just, you kind of want it to not work also because I don't want to come back. <laughs> you know yeah, I hear, I hear you have to go back, like, consistently. Yeah. Do, do people get acupuncture addiction? Like, no, no, I, I just don't want to keep on spending money on. No, in, that in order for acupuncture to work, you have to actually consistently keep doing it. Though it doesn't last too long. Yeah. Like you have to keep doing it. Isn't that kind of definition of a shame? Or yeah. Just like, but when I left, I was just like, "No, oh, this is bullshit. What the hell am I doing?" And the next uh-huh. morning, I was like, "Oh, I do feel better." So, so yeah. No, it's an ancient art. I mean, it, it probably works. You know, <laughs> you know what? Save your money. Come over. I'll stick some needles in you. It'll be fine. I'll look at some YouTube videos and see how they do it. I saw some. Uh, I saw some crazy horror movie just recently. It's funny you mention that. And one of the death scenes, and I can't remember the name of the movie for the life of me, but one of the Hellraiser Four. <laughs> And I've already seen that. Where you see the origin of Pinhead. <laughs> no, one of the one of the death scenes was there was a guy getting acupuncture, and then this like beast comes out and knocks the guy over, so all the needles go in farther. Oh, and he dies that way. It that, was pretty funny. Actually, that does sound kind of familiar. What was that? I oh. can't remember the the movie for like. Oh, anyway, but you know, it was just a funny scene. But you know, did you ever think about that? Like, if an earthquake happened. And you, you got needles in your back? Like, you, I don't know, you fall no, off the No, because I don't flip out about little things. Yeah. <laughs> but you know who I do flip out about? Oh, probably our next guest. Yes, our next guest. It's none other than Ryan Stout. Oh, Ryan Stout. I love that guy. Comedy <laughs> Central Presents. Uh, you see him on Chelsea Lately uh, on MTV. This guy has a new album that's, that's out. Uh, I love this guy, and we All were right. very lucky to get him. Cool. And then stick around, everybody, because after the interview, we're going to have another session of the Ford Wrap-Up. Woo-hoo! The 
sun's going down. Hurry up, get on your buckaroo pal. I'm just saying nonsense. Buckaroo. Wow, does this never get old? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Ryan Stout to the Fork Podcast. Yeah, Ryan Stout. I've never never had three people clap so enthusiastically (laughs) for me. Usually when there's only three, it gets rough. rough. There's not a lot of confidence in the room when when it's only three people clapping, but... uh, here it was it was 100%. Well, other stand up in LA, you're Doing stand up in LA, you're faced with that yeah. <laughs> a lot. Uh, right, anywhere you're faced with that. <laughs> I was in I was in Tacoma, Washington, and it's Thursday night and I'm headlining. I've been promoted and all this and I walk in and I'm looking around and the owner comes over and says, "Yeah, we're getting ready to start." And I was like, "There there are eight people here." <laughs> no, I'm sorry. There were nine people. Nine people. I'm like, there are nine people. Right. And he was like, um, yeah, you know, we've never done a, th- a show on a Thursday before. So uh, you're kind of our first, like, just toe in the water. Isn't that just awkward for, isn't that just awkward for everybody? Yeah, though? I'm like, why, why are we even doing this? So I got on stage, and I, I tend to stay confident in those scenarios because I'm like, well, look, I can see all nine of you. We can it, like you can all smile at the joke, and I understand. Okay, everybody liked the joke. Yeah. The, the, let's not approval. be thrown off by the lack of actual audible reaction. Let's just move ahead, and I'll look at each one of you in the eyes while I tell these, and we'll all just get through it. I feel like the smaller the audience, like the scarier it is, because like if you're in the audience. And there's only a few people you feel like a performer too. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's like you don't necessarily want to laugh. Because no one else is like laughing around. Yeah, yeah, no, it's funny. Exactly. exactly. Like, you're, you're like, like you have more power. You're in library mode or something. Yeah, sure, you know? sure. So it's just awkward for the performer and for the uh, the audience who all of a sudden feels like they're performers. Right. Well, and that's what I told him. I was like, you yeah. guys might feel weird right now, but what it is you're feeling weird for me. Don't feel weird for me. We're going to get through this. I need all of you to stay confident. And and by the end of the show, I was calling them the Tacoma Nine. That's, that's how it would be remembered. And how long was your set? I, that night? Well, I mean, at that point, I'm supposed to do 45 to 55 minutes. Uh-huh. And in those situations, I tend to do about an hour 10, hour 15. Because mm-hmm. it's like, uh, no, because there's going to be extra shit in here where we talk about, you know, <laughs> an individual's reaction to a joke yeah. versus mm-hmm. the others. You get to know mm-hmm. everyone personally. Yeah. Right. I, right. You know, it's, it's even worse with, like, rock bands, I think. Because uh, I used to be in the music scene. I used to play a lot of, you know, music and... And uh, we a couple times we we ended up with uh, a couple rock bands and there was just no one in the audience mm-hmm. and I just remember this one like just kind of it, they were almost like guar they were like this kind of Viking they dressed up like Vikings incredible show um, and there's so much energy on stage but there's only like you know seven people in the audience and so like you know literally that the lead singer who was dressed like a barbarian you know he would end the song and I remember like one of the ending lyrics was like. Son of a gun! Bravo! And then he <laughs> dropped to his knees. But then all this, all you just heard this, yeah, <laughs> like with, and it just it was such like an anticlimactic like right. If if end you're kiss, song. if you're kiss, and there are four people in the audience, and there's fireworks and makeup. You feel really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But you could just see the the disappointment in his eyes. That he's out of breath on the mm-hmm. on the ground, sweating. He, he, yeah, he, he, he just gave, gave, he he just gave everything. everything. Like probably yeah. blew his voice out that right. night. 
And yeah, it was just a very subtle. Uh, it was like one of those Rudy claps. But the yeah. thing is, well, he, he could still have fun rocking out. And yeah. then at the end, it's like, oh well. I mean, it, it's kind of like, <laughs> like for me, like a lot of times, like because I have like like big act outs uh, mm-hmm. for bits that last like like three or four minutes. I won't know that I'm bombing until like four minutes in. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. Oh, you guys hate me. All right, well I'll just do something else that you hate. Right <laughs> now, I'm gonna commit to the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what choice do you have, really? I was <laughs> glad to have the Tacoma 9, though, because Late Show Friday, that's when eight people showed up. Oh. And I was like, so wait a second, time out, nine people Thursday, eight Late Show Friday? And he was like, yeah, we've never done a Late Show Friday before. <laughs> Usually we're only open one show Friday to Saturday, but for you, we did five shows. And of course, the other three shows were great. You know, it uh-huh. was, I think Ooh. the room sat like 170 and there yeah, were like 150. Awesome. Yeah. Mm. So I was like, oh, okay. So on the normal nights where there are normal shows and people know their shows, people are here. The other nights, you're just leaving me up there to struggle. Great. <laughs> great. I like the title Tacoma 9. To me, that could be like a horror movie. Oh yeah, title like the Tacoma Nine. Like the, yeah, the, yeah. You, can, you call the group the Tacoma Nine and oh, Tacoma Nine, and they definitely didn't do anything good. Yeah, yeah. they did a bank it's, heist. It's evil, some yeah. kind of crime. Yeah, either murder. that or it's like a sports movie that just you know it's all about the team. You know, it's like. The Tacoma Nine, you know? Yeah, baseball or that, team. Or. Yeah, it's either a crime or they got killed in the woods or like in a plane crash. The Tacoma Nine. We're never, we're never seen again. <laughs> <laughs> the Tacoma Nine are two polo teams in one round. <laughs> um, I, I did some research on you, and you share uh, something in common with Kevin Ford uh-huh. uh, in that you are both uh, brotherhood uh, brothers in the Eagle Scouts. Uh-huh. Yay, oh, Eagle wow. Scout. Eagle Scout. Yeah, yeah. Got it, and then uh, that was the end of it. <laughs> uh, that was. <laughs> how old were you when you got your eagle? Did you wait till the last minute? No, I think I got it when I was fourteen. Fourteen. I, I was put into a situation where um, a friend of mine, his dad said, "I will not sign the paperwork for your driver's license unless you become an Eagle Scout." Wow. And my dad heard that and went, "I think that's a great idea." Oh. And so it was kind of like if I wanted to have a driver's license when I was going to be 16, then oh. I had to work my way up the ladder in this organization and get this. You know why? Get this national honor. You know that was why that was probably important is if you ever broke down on the road in the middle of a wilderness. Yeah, I could survive. Like you could survive. Yeah, because a lot of people have broken down in like snowdrift fields and like they just die because they sure. don't know what to do and they panic. Sure. Yeah. yeah, like they don't realize you can drink your pee because yeah. Eagle Scouts teaches you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get requests all the time via the internet about people that want like uh, letter, letters of uh, commendation for uh, you know when a young kid becomes an Eagle Scout, like from your troop. That uh... no, from nationally. Oh. Um, like when I became an Eagle Scout, and I'm sure you too, uh, mm. you get letters from all the living presidents saying congratulations. You know, because it's kind really? of the biggest yeah. award you can get. And they're, they're hand as signed. Youth. They're hand signed. Yeah, hand signed. Yeah. Um, I got I got one from Steven Spielberg, I believe. Wow, and, weird. Uh, you know, there are various people. He stopped supporting the Boy Scouts eventually because of the no gays and scouting rule. Yeah, um, a lot but, of people did. I didn't know that was but a he, rule. But he uh, I mean, he came up with the filmmaking merit badge. Yeah. Um, added that Wait, when was that ever a rule in the, the... Well, the Supreme Court ruled on it in 1998, you I can't believe. have gays in the Eagle Scouts? In, in Boy Scouts in general. I think it was 1998, 1999. I know because I was working at a summer camp, and uh, there was this gay kid on the staff. Mm-hmm. And we all knew he was gay. The right. adults had no idea that he was gay. And the Supreme Court ruled five to four that no more gays in scouting. We're a private organization. We can make the rules however we want. No kidding. And uh, 
we all kind of gathered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're it, like, it wasn't that the Supreme Court was saying no gays. It was the Supreme Court defending the Scouts' right as to a say private no gays. organization. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Um, the Boy Scouts of America were the ones saying no gays, and yeah. somebody else wanted to go. No, that's not unconstitutional. And the Supreme Court ruled, no, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, wow. exactly. Yeah. So this one kid, this one gay kid on the staff, like all the other staff members, are looking at each other, and we're minors at this point, but we all just kind of had this general understanding, like. We're gonna let this go, right? We're not gonna. <laughs> we don't. We don't care that he's gay. We're all on the same page with that. Great. Well, good for you guys. Yeah. As as kids are, we still referred to him as four for the rest of the summer, since the ruling was five to four. Oh yeah. So <laughs> that was his nickname for the rest of the summer, and nobody understood why except for the people on staff. I mean, I would say like the Eagle Scouts are to me kind of like Top Gun, you know, like being sent to Miramar. That's the what? That's the that you. you you guys are the top guns. In level, you know? levels of badassery. You guys are in the man. top guns as far as like Boy Scouts go. Like that's the highest. Well, te- well, technically, after you get Eagle Scout, you can get like like the Arrow of Light or something. No, you like, can get palms. Like, you or can palms. Get, yeah, what's yeah, palms? Yeah. Now, every light, five merit badges you get, you get uh, it's it's like a little what looks like an eagle feather. Feather. That's it. No, and arrow. it's a pin that you pin to your eagle medal. And so at the first five, I think you get a bronze one, and then at ten you get a gold one, and at fifteen you get a silver one. Wow! Um, How far did you guys go? I just got the eagle and was like, "Woo!" I, <laughs> and you yeah. flew the coop. I'll, well, also like, see, that's weird. Like fourteen, because in my troop, like we, every it was all, it was all just a, everybody procrastinated to like the very like I I got my final signatures like like it was like maybe it was like mid, it's like like. 10:30 p.m. the night before my 18th birthday. Christ. Like like with every like that's how it was with everybody in my trip. Like everybody waited to like the last possible second. Yeah. And it was like either like the week of their 18th birthday or like the night before their 18th birthday sure. or like two nights before like just up to like the very very last second that like they waited until like like get out then get it all get it all in and you know real fast. Yeah. To get there. Uh, Is it true that they uh will separate you guys and just leave you out in the woods for a night to like fight for yourself? Um, and that's well, part of the test. Well, they do that in the in the military. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying the Eagle Scouts too. Like they just leave you out in the middle of the woods. No, there, there's like, no... and you've got to fight. You know, bears. It's not wolves. Navy SEALs. Well, I'm just saying. I, I, yeah, I've spent nights in the woods alone. Right. Where um, on your own accord. Well, the, because there's, they made there's, you. A, there's a there's a merit badge the called wilderness, the wilderness, wilderness survival, survival merit badge. Where yeah, you got to go out and you don't have a tent. You don't have yeah. Like, you, I think you can take water with you, and like you can take you can take one bag because it, part of the thing is like putting together a wilderness survival kit to like keep in your car. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, it involves like plastic sheeting, so you can build a solar still, so you can collect water. And uh, uh, dental floss is good. Dental floss is really strong, so you can actually use it as rope. Um, so as part of that, I spent a night out there as part of this other. Uh, special award called the Solo Hiker, which is not organization wide. Yeah, I, I yeah, had I've to spend a night. It was only at this one particular camp. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. uh, I had to spend a night out. I, like, I had to take weird directions and like just try to hike out wow, in the wilderness. Yeah. And uh, and ha- however far I got in the directions, like I might not have had to spend the spend the night out there. I could have gotten to where I needed to go and then did what I needed to do and then come back, but. The directions were hard to follow, and I was like, yeah, we're going to have to... It's dark. We're going to have to make camp and figure this out in the morning. I think if I had put a survival kit together, I'd be pretty bad, because I I probably would have bought like brought, like, bacon-wrapped shrimp or something, you know, fine curries. Mm, yeah. 
stuff yeah. to I, I, cook in a pot with, you know. Hour I was, I was, six, you're vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> I was too scared to get the wilderness survival badge. My friends got it, but I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. That looks, I'm, <laughs> that looks uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't want to get that badge. But anyway, orienteering, I kicked ass that though with the compass, like finding your way. I was uh, good, I was good at that. Yeah. That was probably the first thing I did, but uh, for the most part, I begrudgingly kind of went through the organization, and uh, you realize that all organizations are just like everybody kind of vying for power, and so that was the biggest thing I learned from the Boy Scouts. Like, no matter what organization you're in, everybody has a role, and you figure out their role, and then you try to move up to the higher, more powerful level. Right. And then pretty soon, you're at the top. Much like the uh, Illuminati. Much like the or, Illuminati, much like the way churches work. Yeah, most yeah. organizations. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's all architectural. Yeah. I've, I've seen people argue at goddamn PTA meetings, Ooh. you know, because they want to be the treasurer. And they think, I'm going to do a better job as treasurer. Bullshit, you're doing this for yourself. Mm. And this is an egotistical power move. Self-serving. Like, I, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've had kids and given up everything else. I yeah. need this. Right. You just right. Want to, right. Yeah, you just want to have the title. That's yeah. all it is. It's it's every every organization, and I include the government, is just people vying for power for no reason beyond their own personal wants. Yeah, and yeah. that's why no organization ever fucking works. That's why the Boy Scouts have kids that are I was watching getting hurt a, and killed and raped and whatever else. <laughs> I was watching a documentary on the Illuminati's uh, just recently, and you know they're supposedly like kind of the the ones that sort of are the puppet masters. Um, at least that's the. The conspiracy, you know. Well, there's one them. conspiracy. There's also the Masons. Well, yeah, the Masons, the Freemasons. Freemasons. Um, Freemasons that yeah. you know, they they are part of the Illuminati. But what? Recently, I just saw like a a documentary where uh, they were basically downplaying the Freemasons as people just just do charity work and stuff. And I think it's a ruse. I think. The I best. think the Freemasons put yeah. that out there. Yeah. To exactly. throw you off the trail. <laughs> they felt like people were getting a little too close to like their actual secrets. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, we're just going to get a bunch of schlubs in. Sure. And, Have you them know, do charity work. The truth of the matter is it was the Freemasons that funded Occupy Wall Street, everybody. This whole thing <laughs> this is a conspiracy. Boom. Yeah, to bring uh, anarchy and chaos and to collapse the dollar. I'm going to tell you, man. It could collapse be. the dollar and yeah. force the government to take control and become a bigger, more powerful entity. Yeah. And then... A new fact, world order. Ed, we should edit this out because seriously, like they listen to every little corner, even our podcast. I'm sure how do they have fine. enough people who have who the, the Masons? They're like the water buffaloes from the Flintstones, right? The, the, <laughs> the, the group Fred Flintstone was in with the with the oh, fuzzy hats and the horns. No, that was, that's the the I got damn it the Shiner. Not the Shiner. The, guy, the guys in the little cars. The Shriners. The Shriners. The Shriners. Yeah. Wait, the Shiner. Yeah. Give me a Shiner. I was making fun of the Shriners. The, the Shriners, Shriners or it's yeah. gang with black. Wait, guys. what are the Shriners? Exa- sorry, what were you going to say, Ryan? I was going to say it's an interesting point you made about uh, them listening to every little corner of everything that happens because back in you know in the 1400s they could do that because they just have people in certain positions of power that would report back. But then once the internet came out, it was like, wait yeah. a second, <laughs> there's <laughs> billions of people posting shit on this. Oh, we are fucked. They yeah. they might just be that. Would you say they are now? Just a oh, easily a yeah, small yeah. organization that deals with charity work. That's yeah, what they've I, been yeah, reduced exactly. to because they can't control. You know, that's when impossible I, when to monitor. When I, There's too much Ryan, info. Yeah. When yeah, I saw this documentary, I was laughing like almost <laughs> maniacally. I was like, "Do you really expect me to believe this?" You know, because they even had women involved in it. And and women Impossible. were never involved. <laughs> women were never involved in the uh, in the, the Freemason. Like, they were trying to show, like, a very pleasant... I mean, they had a guy baking a cake, for God's sakes, you know, for, like, that's, some... But that's a woman's job. had a woman know, do it, yeah. I'm just saying, like, it was just... You <laughs> know, misogyny. Like, you know, I was like... I'm really confused. I'm like, hey, 
You know, if you if you want to have diabolical schemes, that's fine. Do it behind my back, but don't try to trick me and into don't thinking bring, that you're don't bring women into it. You know <laughs> that you're just uh, you're just like a, a little like group that just goes out and does like you know buys cookies from from uh, Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, you know, I digress. <laughs> do the Girl Scouts actually have like an eagle thing, or do they not? I mean, do they do they become like a uh, yeah? There's there's, there's a, a high there's, there's rank. An equivalent. But, uh, but I don't, I don't but nobody I, knows what it is. But I don't think so. It's secret. It's secret. But I don't think it's that big a deal, right? Like they don't get all the cool letters and shit. I don't know. Is, uh, I have no yeah. idea. They get a letter from like Nancy Reagan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to keep hitting the Eagle Scout thing. They get <laughs> Martha Stewart. It's just that, it's just that I met. Um, did you have like a big Eagle Scout ceremony where like people gave you cards full of money? Uh, yeah. Wasn't that cool? That was that was interesting. Yeah. And you were 14 when that happened, so you were just yeah. getting tons of cash. I was yeah, a lot of money and a lot of well. And the problem is, people also give you things that have like the an actual eagle on it. Oh yeah, I got tons you of eagle posters yeah. and keychains and uh, <laughs> you know I saw this and bought it for you. I'm still getting bullshit to this day where it's like we saw this blanket with an eagle on it. Yeah. We thought of you, so we bought it. And I'm I, like, I got why this- the fuck do I need an eagle blanket? I'm, I'm an adult. <laughs> I got this foot-high, like, shit brown statue of an eagle on a rock. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? It's just been nah, sitting yeah. in my bedroom. Well, what the eagle, I, I actually yeah. want that. The eagle, eagle <laughs> what, the eagle, I, it symbolizes freedom. It symbolizes, it symbolizes uh, power. Yeah, it's a bird. Because it it's the lord of the skies. Yeah. So where'd you grow up? Where, where, where did you go through your eagle I was, I was born in Cleveland, Ohio, and then moved to El Paso, Texas when I was four. <laughs> no way, a good friend of mine was a... Uh, Cleveland. I like people from Cleveland. I was just there for a wedding, actually. Oh Christ! I was just there for their comedy festival. <laughs> it is. It is growing. I'll give. Them no, that. it is. I, I walked down one of the streets and like uh, right. We were in downtown Cleveland. Uh-huh. We were literally across from the um, where the the Cavs play. Okay. Yeah. And so we literally walked a couple blocks, and then that whole block there was like all there was like a comedy club, and I saw like yeah. a lot of big hilarities. Names playing there. Hilarities. Yeah. Yeah. I love that place. I yeah. was on stage at Hilarities in Cleveland. The night LeBron James made his announcement. Oh, no. And um, (laughs) it was incredible because it's like a Wednesday or Thursday night, and uh, I'm terrified about what's going to happen. You know, is nobody going to show up? Or what? What's gonna? Are people gonna be there for a second and then leave? Um, the opening act goes up and just slaughters, Ooh. and then the middle act gets up and is just doing great. And I'm like, oh, these are all the people that don't give a shit <laughs> what LeBron's gonna say. <laughs> They're here to get away from all of it. Yeah. And then, did you know ahead of time what he was gonna do? No. And yeah. like, I took the stage as his special was starting. Uh, and uh, so then about 25 minutes in, 30 minutes in, I see like people checking their cell phones. <laughs> like I see those glows yeah. happening. But the club is like downstairs um, and it's surrounded by brick. So there's no signal getting in there. Right. So people are then leaving the showroom to like, <laughs> check, check on the bar upstairs to mm. see if there's something on the TV. And then they're coming back and then there's whispering. So the last like 20 minutes of my set, there's just general unrest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I went from like killing to like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I knew what was going on and I was afraid to address it because it could have easily been quiet because people were excited and they're like, oh, yeah, he's going to stay. He's going to stay great. Um, and then by the end of the show, I was like, all right, everybody, uh, I think I'm going to get out of here. And somebody from the back goes, you're leaving us too? Well, and then somebody else, uh, you know, at the opposite corner of the room goes, oh, he's leaving? Oh, he's gone. 
and like people just start like yelling at each other across the room like <laughs> feeling so people that were just there for the show are now getting heartbroken at this point being like oh we've been abandoned we were hoping to avoid this feeling tonight and i'm still on stage <laughs> and uh I don't remember what I said. I said something about a press conference this big. I thought he was going to announce that he had AIDS. I don't remember what I what I went at, which is probably at this point in hindsight, like everybody's done that joke now. But this was like in the moment on the night, right. and uh, they went wild, and I was like, "You guys would not have laughed at that if he were staying." I just want to make that really clear right now. You know what? Enjoy your city. I'm going to go, and I left, and then walked out onto the street, and it was fucking pandemonium. No People kidding. like tearing jerseys and lighting them on fire. Oh, I can imagine. Pops yeah. wow. everywhere. Well, yeah, it was a really shitty thing to do. I think. Well. Um, <laughs> But to lead lead Cleveland on like that, like for sure. I mean, and you know, I, I, I yeah, I just thought it was a bullshit thing to do. Like, well, I, I kind of lost respect for them. But. They were they were glad to get rid of LeBron's mother. <laughs> that was a good thing for them. But uh, I saw this one white guy approach a group of big black guys, and this white guy is just upset. And he looks at these four guys and he says, "Can you believe that?" And he drops the n bomb. No. Can you believe that did that to us? And these black guys look at him, and I've never seen this look on anybody's face. All four of them kind of just had a general understanding, like, we agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) We know you're not talking about us that way. We understand you're upset. We're not going to respond, and we're not going to kick your ass. And they just kind of turned away from him and walked the other direction. And I was like, that's amazing. That's an amazing step for race relations, everybody. Actually trying to take the time to understand the context from which someone is speaking Mm -hmm. and understand that it's surrounded by different uh, variables. Oh, interesting. Interesting. There's hope for humanity now. It's like taking that that hateful word and applying it to a common enemy that like multiple colors of people can come together and agree (laughs) just hate one individual. It doesn't have to be a whole race. Right. Right, right, right. It's amazing. <laughs> so that was that was the 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 spark of hope from that trip. I, I got to experience. That's a good story. Um, I like that. Well, I I actually I really like Cleveland. We went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame there, and I thought that was one of the coolest yeah 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 museums I've ever been to. Well, you used to play music, so yeah. I mean, it was, you, you have just, a natural bias, Mike. Yes, I have a natural. But I thought it was one of the coolest rock museums ever. But. Um, What's the second one? It well, is it is the Hall of Fame. <laughs> right. The it Hard Rock the, Cafe the, yeah. in New Orleans. But no, I mean, it's beautiful. It's like right on the lake. It's just awesome. And then the Granite Museum. We took the uh, the light rail line because my friend lives out in Mayfield Heights. And okay. so that day we were going to go meet his family. So we took the uh, that the light rail. I think it was the Green Line or the... the I, I don't think I I've ever been the on the public it. transportation there because I have family there, so I ride in a, in a car. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, uh, the day that we got on the light rail, the Browns game just got out, oh. and they had just <laughs> lost. Of course. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> they were ahead. I think they were, they were playing the Steelers at the time. Uh-huh. Uh, it might be wrong on that, but the, and, and they were ahead, but then they lost. But I remember when we were on the thing riding, like uh, you know, all these guys got on, and they didn't have any shirts on. Like, they were just painted orange and, like, just big dudes, you know, and they were just like, you know, just having a good time. And Yeah. But they seemed so cheerful, even though the Browns lost. Like, even on that same train, like, this father and these sons were on the thing, and, and, and the sons were like, Dad, are you sure we're on the right train? And the dad's like... Yeah, we're on the right train. Turned out they weren't. Right. They were on the wrong Dad's train. Dad's drunk and, from the yeah, game. <laughs> but it, this was the funniest thing. When they got off, 
like someone at the other end of the car just yelled, Go Steelers! And then the other guys were like, Fuck you! And then everybody laughed. And I was like, that's like something you don't see much, you know? <laughs> like, it's good, honest sportsmanship. Like, like, it's just like, like good people having living. fun, yeah. Right, right. I, I yeah. just thought it was really cool. Like, Sure, was, uh, sure. Sounds you know. like a train full of pussies. If yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to see a fight break out. Over it, but it was just fun. Like, right. People were just having fun with each other. It was, it was cool. Yeah, well, you know what? Like When it comes to sports, like I, I played high school my, uh, my freshman year. Um, and by play it, I was the assistant coach. Um, and, uh, well, I was I, learning I, new things about Ed Galvez. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know. It was, that season was, something tragic really happened. And, uh, <laughs> and that's why I, I don't follow sports at all anymore. Um, that's why you don't follow football anymore. What? That's why you don't follow football. Especially. Or any sports. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, uh, that's I mean, sports to me is just a power struggle. And I can get that from reading poetry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, well said. it's the same thing it's it's all conflict or, yeah. or putting on my pants um but uh, you guys probably want to know what happened yeah i'd, <laughs> I'd love to know yeah, what happened i'm mildly okay. curious well uh i remember it <laughs> mildly like, curious <laughs> i remember it like it was yesterday and the bricktown brontosauruses score another touchdown things don't look good for the riverton beavers we are getting destroyed out there we're not still out of it yet I got Max here. He's our lucky charm. Yeah, I would take a miracle. All right. The brontosaurus is set up, and there's the kickoff. It appears a dog is running out on the field. What the hell, Ed? Why don't you have that dog on a leash? He can't leash luck. The dog has caught the ball and is running it back. He's at the 30, the 20, the 10, and touchdown! This is embarrassing. The ref calls a penalty. Dog was not on any team. Well, he belongs to the assistant coach, so he's part of our team. A dog can't play. There, is there a rule that says a dog can't play? After checking the rule book, the ref thinks, and it's good. The Riverton Beavers score a touchdown. Henderson, you're off the field. What? Max is going in. Oh, fuck, man. You can't replace me with a dog. Just did. The Beavers are off with the kick, and number 62 catches it at the 20-yard line. He is running and makes a fake to the left, darts down the middle, and is jumped by the dog! Oh my god, he has ripped out his jugular! Blood everywhere! With this fumble, the Beavers have the ball! This dog is amazing! A man has lost his life, coach! I gotta get him home! No, that dog stays! Player number 62, Francisco Martinez, has been removed from the field! The Beavers have the ball! Correct! The ball is handed off to the dog. He darts through the line and... The dog has been tackled at the bottom of a literal dog pile. People are getting off the pooch and he seems to be hurt. Coach calls timeout. Max, I'm so sorry. Are you okay, boy? Ah, these barbarians can't attack a poor defenseless animal. Rules don't say anything about animals being exempt from tackling. Ha! Walk it off, Max. We've got a chance at winning and you're it. We're good. What? You can't... And time in! The Beavers still have the ball. The quarterback goes for the pass and launches it to the dog. And spikes the dog in the face! And a fumble! Oh my god! At least ten men have jumped on this poor golden retriever! No! God damn it! I thought this dog was lucky! What's this? The players are getting off the dog and he has what appears to be three broken legs! And he is still limping with the ball in his mouth. Oh, the spirit of that poor dog. Henderson, get ready. All right. The Brontosauruses have initiated a slow clap. The crowd is joining in. Henderson, 
Sit down. Oh, man, fuck! The dog's at the 30. Still at the 30. He's halfway past the 30 now. Moving on. Slowly. And now he's at the 20. Oh, man, this dog has more heart than he has fur. Why don't we take him off? We are given one more touchdown. We have to take it. And he has made it to the end zone and scored one last touchdown. He did it. This dog is amazing. Oh, my God. An eagle has swooped down and picked up and flown away with the dog. Max! Ah, we got to find that eagle. Lord of the skies they are. It'll be so tough. I just feel bad for that dog. I mean, what about me? I lost my best friend. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I mean, uh, I, I really like retrievers. You know, I think they're great dogs. I mean, just put them in. They are popular with all dogs. That, yeah. With all that male testosterone. and I mean, the yeah. dog actually got the shit beat out of Wait, him. I do, I do appreciate that your portrayal was more honest of a, of a dog in sports than uh, <laughs> some of these fake Hollywood yeah. movies. Yeah, seen. like uh, uh, Spud, Air Spud, or Air Bud. Air Bud, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Air Bud series. And the Air Buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Air Buddies aren't even athletes. They're, yeah. they're, uh, they're uh, detectives. Oh, yeah, you're right. They don't play sports. Ed, you're a fan of Air Bud, right? And, and fuck you for knowing that. What? <laughs> what? They're, they're detectives. <laughs> well, in the first Air Buddies, they're trying to find their parents. Uh, stop! I don't. I don't. And then Ed, the, Ed works on their Wikipedia page. And everybody. the second Air Buddies, they go to Alaska. I know this because my cousin's daughter is a huge fan of the series. That's Snow Buddies. Yeah, the, Snow Buddies. Yeah, exactly. Chris, uh, Christmas Buddies. I don't know how they you save know Christmas. It, Ed. Ryan for Halloween. Ed has gone as Air Bud, <laughs> like one of the puppies, twice, yeah. two years in a row. Yeah. Well, because I, did, because I didn't do anything the first year. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't do anything? Well, because uh, I didn't like do anything fun. I just went to like one house party and that was it so that wasn't like i was out and about so i was just you know a lot of people don't didn't go to any house party for halloween okay so you're making them sound a lot of people couldn't afford to be a puppy (laughs) 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 i'm just saying you know like don't count your stars lucky chickens yep there you go don't no don't count your chickens before they don't correct me (laughs) (laughs) i got it right the first time oh no i was gonna say um all right because uh, Johnny Depp just got voted America's favorite actor, but he's always been America's favorite actor. Well, he got it last year too. Yeah, I mean, but he's always been that. Like, but I'm saying, like, if the if everybody voted on a dog, like, what do you think America's favorite dog would be? A golden retriever? Because everybody likes a golden retriever. Well, I love golden right? retrievers. Yeah, who wouldn't? Was that the favorite? The like the best dog breed out there? Well, I, don't, I mean, there's a lot of dog breeds, and I don't want to isolate any of our listeners. Well, yeah, I was, just, I, was, I, was, I was just thinking about it. I'd love now. it if, if America voted America's favorite dog, the German Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> the dog with another country's name in it. Yeah. It might be a popular dog, the, though, because I see a lot of... The Mexican the Chihuahua. Chihuahua. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I see a lot of German Shepherds out here, you know? People like them, you know? They're uh, apparently good dogs. But, like, the real American dog, though. Yeah, well, okay. they have Golden Retriever, I think. I yeah. Golden Retriever, right? Or the Black Lab. Uh, the Labrador Retriever, I think, is one of the best Labrador American dogs there is. Labrador strikes so. me as English. I don't know why. How about the American Staffordshire Terrier, gentlemen? <laughs> there you go. Otherwise known as a pit bull. <laughs> I think that's America's dog. Are you making that up, or is that a real thing? No, that's what... If, if, um, you, um, get, if you get a purebred pit bull, it's yeah. an American Staffordshire Terrier. American Stratford... Staffordshire. Staffordshire Terrier? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. I yeah. had a pit bull for a while. Oh, pit bulls okay. get kind of a bad rap because they're actually like they're so lovable. they're actually lovable, but yeah, it's, the problem is people train them to like you know, right. Well, they take they take the purebred terrier and then try to 
breed it with something huge, and then you end up with this pit bull-looking thing where people chop the ears off and crop the tail <laughs> and then file the teeth down and teach it to fight, and then people go, oh, yeah, that thing's mean. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. What's, what's amazing is uh, uh, I, I check up on news stories because th- this pit bull that I lived with for five years, like she was like all she ever wanted to do was hang out on the couch and just be around when you were around. Yeah, That's yeah. all she ever wanted. That's awesome. She just likes soft blankets. That's, what That's all she be. really yeah. cared about. What a monster. She's this muscle machine. That's just what she was. But she never like bit me. She never tried to do anything harmful. She would, you know, she actually watched after a baby one day. She would just follow the baby around and lay there and watch it play. And then if it tried to crawl into the next room, she would go with it, like licking its head, like just the most gentle creature. <laughs> but then, like you hear like news stories about pit bulls, and they always want to mention it's a pit bull. Yeah. But then, totally. if you hear news stories where it's a German Shepherd, you kind of have to dig for that information because uh-huh. it's like German Shepherds attack more people than any other dog breed because they get Alzheimer's, they forget oh, yeah. things, yeah. and then they end up attacking. But oh, those are police dogs. Those are good dogs. We don't want to give them bad press. And it's like, they're the it's worst total, fucking offenders. Total double standard. Yeah, like the people just has a bad rap in this country. I would love to hear if a chihuahua just went nuts on someone one day. I mean, to me, they do I think, all the time. I, I, yeah, I mean, they're just, I mean, no, they're not going to hurt you. I, uh, but you know, what if, like, what if a chihuahua just literally ate a man alive? Well, I mean, it, that would take days. Yeah, exactly. So but I mean, wouldn't that be amazing? Well, like know? if it was a dead person already, it would get full after a finger. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. I I had, I had to watch a chihuahua uh, last year. My friend uh, came into town, dropped off the chihuahua because she had to go out of town, and I watched this chihuahua at my house for like five days. Very the shaky only, dog. It's the only time I've ever had a pet. And uh, and at first, this fucking- ever your sister had a horse. Oh no, I mean like since I left my family house. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, but yeah, so like it was crazy having this pet, and it fucking hated me for a while because I wasn't the girl, you know. <laughs> and it was like 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 I would come home and it would get all excited, and then I'd come around the corner and it would see me and it'd be like, "Oh, you're not her," and it would get all pissed and like shit on the carpet and be like, "Fuck you, you fucking dog." It but- talked. No, no, no. It was, it was you know, arf, arf. I, I got to know his language after a while. Right. But eventually we became buddies. And t- like to the point where like, sh- like when she came to pick up the dog, he started like barking at her like the same way he used to bark at me. I'm like, yeah, he's mine now. Like, we're buddies. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I would get high around the dog. And uh, <laughs> this was the greatest thing where like, yeah, I would get high. And would hate, he'd hate when I smoked. He was afraid of fire, I guess. Like he would be out of the room when no, I smoked. No, like, like an animal. But then he would come back against, when I was high. He was obviously against drugs. And but I, I would get on all fours and I would just follow him around my apartment and like yeah. and like just watch what he would do and like yeah. he'd, he'd go and like start sniffing a door and be like what are you doing what are you doing why are you sniffing that door why well, is you're so crazy you're so and then he would like leave like go to the kitchen and I'd just like follow him on all fours like why are we in the kitchen what are we doing in the kitchen what's it? are you looking at the trash what's the trash oh why are you looking at that trash it's just trash oh uh, so fun I'd yeah I'm like, sure the dog liked that you were high not the fact that you were walking around on all fours and talking to it I'm sure. Oh, I would have yeah, liked yeah, you yeah. if you were sober doing that. Yeah, mocking him. Yeah, pro- yeah, yeah, probably. I don't know. I, it was fun. Oh, he used to l- fucking go after my crotch big time. Like, we'd, we'd be sitting on the couch. Like, and go he would, for your... He would start uh, licking my crotch. Oh. Like, well, lick, like through... I mean, I wouldn't be naked. I'd that's probably a on. scent. It's probably but I would scent. But I would try to pull him off, and he'd be like, Arr! he'd growl at me and just go back to licking. Yeah. Like, this, fucking, this dog. dog is into my crotch for some reason. I have what, no idea. Would you put, like, peanut butter on your... No, uh, I didn't put yeah. peanut butter on All I know is I talked to your kids, and your kids hate it when you get high also. Yeah. I'm, well, no, no I'm, I don't care about the dog. I'm just saying I loved it getting higher. <laughs> I loved it. Like I, I had a good time. It. I had the time of my life following mm. a, a dog. When I, was I don't mind when you get like high on hashish. I mean, like you know, like I. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm not a bad. 
No, nah, you're, you're actually pretty nice. You actually get very uh, theoretical, and uh, oh yeah, I like yeah. it when we watch movies together. And you get, you know, I don't, I don't smoke because I can't because my yeah, he's got asthma issues, res- respiratory does. issues, yeah. and all yeah. that. Yeah, but it's fun. I mean, like, yeah, well, I, I'll start. Don't believe what I say because I'll just make up stuff. Okay, as if I know what I'm talking about when I'm high. <laughs> yeah, but some of the stuff is just so fun to believe in. It's all made up. Hey, you know what, guys? Speaking of getting high, uh, one thing I like to do when I get high is hang out and watch daytime TV. I hate daytime TV. Those announcers are always so like upbeat. (laughs) (laughs) But when you're high, you don't. It's it's like it's like uh, somebody's trying to spur you into action. You know, it's like a yeah. I mean, because I've done daytime TV and like I was in Minneapolis and they wanted me to come on and like pitch the shows and talk Uh to me and uh, I I knew what they wanted, but I was like. Actually, they just wanted me to be funny, but I wanted to pitch the shows, but they weren't helping me do that. And uh, it wouldn't matter what I was talking about. They would just go straight back to the teleprompter. <laughs> what kind of what kind of daytime shows were you in? Just out of curiosity, like it was like yeah. a, it was like a morning show. It was like oh, a okay. wake up Minneapolis type thing. And but, uh, wait, what, what would you do when you came in? You would, so there's well, literally the, no improv with them, is what you're saying. Well, the night before they called and they were like, "We want you to write jokes about these five topics." And then we get oh, there, yeah. and they introduced me as like, uh, oh, and then uh, we have a comedian on set this morning. So what do you think about George Clooney recently? Dr-? And they didn't even say my name. No credits. No, like, you should <laughs> know him from this. We have a generic comedian with us. And so I would I would tell my joke, which would be really funny, and then uh, they would be like, ooh, that's kind of mean. Like, oh, you're actually you're making fun of. And I was like, yeah, and that's what I'll be doing at the adult nightclub that I've been booked at to perform format so um that's why i'm here i'm here to promote that and then the woman would just like look back at the teleprompter and go well our next topic is this Uh, thing and it was like oh so you guys aren't even going to address like the energy in the room or anything like that you're just going to plow ahead and give the news story (laughs) don't even engage soulless wasn't that like pretty much any uh, morning tv show i mean that you go on i mean that's kind of the way it is talentless hacks right well i mean i mean they're just if if you're local talent in some town in America, yeah. some city in America that's not New York or L.A., you kind of get settled in. You go, well, this is what I do now, and I don't want to do anything that risks my job. Mm-hmm. And I accept the fact that I'll probably never move up in life. Right. So uh, let's just do this. Like you were talking about with the organization, yeah. and then like everybody has a place, and like right. they know their place, and they're just going to stay there. Right. And they understand <laughs> that if they like said, I'm going to be the best newscaster ever, it's like, no, because you're still, you're still in Louisville. Right, <laughs> you well, can be the move. best one in Louisville. Yeah, but anyway, I I, uh, I was uh, watching some daytime TV and I taped a, a particular uh, interesting uh, interview segment I saw on uh, on a uh, TV. What's the show called? It's uh, it was called Good Morning Tampa, and uh, yeah, check this out. Hey, you saw this where on TV? And Mike, all right, I, I'm plug- Wait, what cable I'm system do you have? It was, you know, like, I, I was flipping around. I don't know. I was, you know, I wasn't paying attention. But I recorded it, and I have it ready to play. So, uh, Mike, it's all plugged into your soundboard. Ready? Yeah, ready to, I, I, I got okay, it. All right, go. Hi, welcome back to Good Morning Tampa with me, your host, Dan Powell. Today, our guest is Lester Milken. And, Lester, you are a finder of missing children. That's correct. A very successful one, from what I understand. I'm proud to say that I have found 16 missing children and safely returned them to their families. Now, it's true you've never accepted a cash reward. Yes, I am not motivated by money. Instead, you insist on having one night with the child before returning them to their family. That's correct. Where you have sex with them. We make love. It's gentle, and I like to think it helps the healing. 
So essentially, you're a pedophile. Uh, I've never liked that word. There's a lot of negativity associated with it. The truth is, Dan, I love children and I love having sex with them, and especially little boys. Speaking of which, you're here today about nine year old Toby Morgan, missing since November. Do you have a picture? Certainly. Here's Toby. As you can see, he's got spiky blonde hair. Kind of makes him look like a little bad boy. And beautiful blue eyes that you could just stare at for hours. And his soft, supple lips that you could just just want to rub your fingers across them. It looks like this was taken at a pool party. Yes, it appears little Toby just got done swimming and he's doing a little pose for the camera. When I accept a case, I always ask the parents to give me a half-nude photo that they have of the missing child. It helps me get my head in the game. Speaking of whom, Mr. and Mrs. Morgan are also on the show. Welcome to Good Morning Tampa. Thank you, Dan. Oh, thank you, Dan. I can only imagine how bad it's been for you both, especially since you've resorted to hiring a pedophile to find your son. We want to make it clear to people that we had no other option. We're out of money, and Mr. Milken is our last hope. He has a track record that speaks for itself. He is the best. Thank you very much. We just want our Toby back, no matter what the the cost it's okay, Miss Morgan. We'll get Toby back alive. Stay away from me! Don't touch my wife. Just offering my support. Of course you'll get Toby back alive. But, Lester, I hate to ask, if the Morgans have no money, how will you be compensated if Toby turns up dead? Mm, same deal. I get the child's body for a night before handing it over to the family. So, you're also a necrophiliac. Uh, that's also another word I've never been fond of. Unfortunately, we're about out of time. Lester, do you have any words for Toby in case he's watching? Yes, I do. Toby, I'm going to find you. No matter how long it takes, I'll never stop until I have you safe in my arms. I think about you all the time, Toby. I ache for you. At night, I dream of your face, and we're together, and it feels so good. But then I wake up, and all I have is the memory of you. Of being with you and then that's all the time we have thanks for tuning in and please come back tomorrow for another episode of good morning tampa stay safe see that well, i think that was a prime example i mean that's <laughs> yeah. ridiculous that fucking pervert is there and the yeah. newscaster just stays straight exactly he doesn't acknowledge the creepiness of his guest at all like he, there's obvious fucking telltale signs he didn't let him plug his website for right. for other people but the, the thing I, that really disturbed me was uh, uh-huh. mr morgan's wife she uh-huh. sounded like Buffalo Bill from Sounds of the Lambs. Yeah, I mean, she, she sounded was, like the, she Ed. was upset. Ed, she may have been a smoker. You don't know. What? I, mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah. She might She's, have been a portly woman. You know, she you sounded know. like a hard living lady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys? Have you guys ever seen the? Uh, what is it? The? Uh, have you guys ever seen the? Um, what is it? The undercover investigation. You know the. Uh, what is it, NBC or Dateline? Dateline. Dateline Undercover? Undercover when they do the, you know. Oh, the To Catch a Predator. Yeah. And, you know, I've got to say, like, after seeing that, the one thing I take away from it is that uh, what's what's the uh, the drink they always bring? It's like Mike's, Mike's Hard, Hard Lemonade. lemonade yeah. Oh, really? That has got to be the worst <laughs> advertisement for Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's like. Yeah. How do you come back from that? The fact that, like... No, it's a great advertisement for pedophiles. Did you hear about that? Every one of those guys comes with Mike's Hard Lemonade. Like, 
how do you survive? Did like, you hear about the guy who got his kid taken away because he was at a baseball game and he bought his kid uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade, not knowing that it was alcoholic? Oh. And then he gave it to his kid, and then like uh, one of the security you know came over and they saw the kid drinking it. And they're like, "Hey, what's up?" Blah blah blah. And they took him to the police station. And and like, wait, he didn't know there was alcohol in it. The the dad didn't know when he bought it for him. Wait, well, how would you figure? Like, what would you? Uh, he, he just saw lemonade. He just saw lemonade. But he saw like hard kid. lemonade. It just didn't make yeah, any just, sense. Well, yeah, I mean, hard doesn't necessarily doesn't mean, mean yeah. alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah, I get it. Anyways, I mean, especially if you're not a drinker. Sure. Yeah, he, okay. he, he never spent time. Know. In a totally bar. innocent. All right, I can understand. Anyway, so they, they he gets arrested. The kid goes down to the police station, and like the cops get involved, and the, and like everybody involved on the enforcement side knows that it's bullshit. Uh-huh. But just beca- but they just they they have to follow these steps. Like there's rules rules in place yeah of course like if the if the parent gives a kid alcohol you have to take the kid right you have to, you have to send the kid to a counselor yeah. the counselor knows it's bullshit but the counselor has to you know like evaluate Assess the kid the and basically yeah so like the, the kid would like got sent to a foster home and the kid was in a foster home for like two or three months that's the and like worst. and like the, the judge like and the judge who ordered it he's like i'm sorry like my hands are tight even though i know this is bullshit like i have to right. send the kid to a foster home for like a certain amount of time and eventually they got the kid back but it was like this all this huge ordeal just because like the dad innocently right cuz there's protocol and everybody wants to maintain their place uh, in the power structure and they thank don't want to get it thank you thank you bringing it back exactly yes and you can't think outside that those box that box like once those rules are rigidly I will say that right. you set be, in place. You got to be a little out of touch though if you didn't think that Mike's hard lemonade was. Uh, but the, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. punishment. But far, I understand. <laughs> I mean, far outweighed the people can make mistakes. mistakes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that goes back to the point that they are advertising two kits. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Like, they yeah. do want to appeal. I mean, there's Fruit Punch. And, Mike's and Hard Fruit Punch. Who the fuck is uh-huh. Mike? Who, who's the guy? Who's he's Mike? a pedophile. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's he's, he's a friend of... makes the Hard <laughs> Lemonade. Wait, hard, yeah, because... Uh-huh. Well, Jack Daniels has a Hard Lemonade something, too, right? Like they, no, they I, think, I think they do now. Oh, Lynchburg Lemonade. That's it. They have Lynchburg Lemonade. Yeah. Lynchburg? Yeah. Lynchburg I mean, lemonade. And, at first it was just to get, you know, high school girls drunk, but then all of a sudden, turns out kids and high school girls like mm-hmm. the same sweet stuff. You gotta get the, the, those seventh grader junior high kids. Yeah, they're thirsty too. The thirsty for adults. My first alcohol was, was, a, was a beer that I, that I had with uh, some kids at a summer camp. It was a beer? That was my first At a summer taste. camp, huh? Yeah. Yeah, see, that was the other thing. Boy Scouts. I was exposed yeah, yeah. to more <laughs> terrible things in the Boy Scouts <laughs> than I would have been had I not like, been on the involved. Street. Yeah, like, like that was the first time I saw kids uh, smoking illegal drugs. Me that too. That was the first time Ashish, I probably, had. Right? There were kids with cigarettes, yeah. pornography, beer. Um, it was all. It was all that. It was all like people having to have a talk about you know when uh, there's national news stories about well a kid got molested on a camping trip with an adult and then like everybody has to get together and talk about child molestation. <laughs> and, and it's like, okay, so um, like my parents did like they were saving this because they didn't have to, but since I'm with this organization, like somebody has to sit me there, down. There and was a time explain when, molestation <laughs> to me. <laughs> there was a time when porn was fun for me, you know. Because I felt like a smuggler. Wait, wait. Did you say Portland? Porn. Porn. Oh, porn was fun, sorry. Yeah, it was fun because I felt like a smuggler. Like, I felt like I was doing something illegal... Yeah, you I was could like trade it. it. You could trade it. You for could things. trade it. You know, <laughs> I, I, you I, had to be under the radar. I felt like a real. It was like sex trafficking without anybody getting hurt. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I, re- I remember. Yeah, some fun my, about it. And then after I became legal, and there was about was able to get there was it. about I'm five like, yeah. porn yeah. magazines. And then that my they, dad you know, had under the seat of his uh, of his truck in the backyard. And that's where the porn stash was. What is it? A uh, video killed the radio star. <laughs> well, internet killed the porn star. Porn star because now it's too easy. Well, internet yeah. killed the porn magazine. Well, I mean, it used to be you could, like, in early internet, people were trading porn still. 
Mm-hmm. But then, you know, just technology got way too big because, like, those early days of the internet, even with, like, internet piracy, like, it's just people on chat boards going, sure. hey, do you have that new tape by, uh, you know, MC Hammer? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll make you a copy and I'll send it to you. And people sending shit via the mail. Mm-hmm. Now the post office is going down the tubes. You see yeah. what happens? Yeah. Fucking stamps.com. I'm going to miss the post office, dude. I'm going to miss the post office. Yeah, and fuck Mark Marin for endorsing stamps.com. God damn it. You I actually like writing people letters sometimes, you know? It's a you lost art. Lo- fuck, fuck off. What are you talking about? When's the last time you wrote a letter? Uh, I wrote my Anna thank you note. When? Uh, recently for... Uh, she gave me a gift for So you killed a tree when you could have just sent an email or a text? Yeah, but You're it's, it's a little more... Natural resources. Uh, you know... Do you know, you know they, have, they have tree farms. Yeah. And you know what I've noticed? Like, <laughs> no, they really do. They have tree farms yeah, yeah. that we just grow and then them they, for they paper. And then and they then, yeah. yeah. And you know, my penmanship has gotten awful, i got to admit, because I don't write anymore. Mm. Where those tree farms are, they could have social centers teaching. <laughs> yeah, we could cut down the trees and build it. a social center. Yeah, exactly. uh, and, and yeah, no more paper, just make it all digital, and now we have another social center. <laughs> I was at the post office yesterday. I mailed, were you really? Mailed two were boxes you, were, out. Were you lost? Or, no. I mean, it is an amazing thing, because I'm standing there holding these two boxes, and I'm like... I can't believe I'm going to have to pay, you know, money to have this thing go to another part of the world. And then I realized, oh, no, that's a good service. That's a great service (laughs) that I could pay someone to take this thing and take it to somebody else who's far away from me. Yeah. Hmm. And I hope this doesn't go away. Yeah, well, 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 there's always Craigslist. Okay, yeah, it's like, a, hey, okay, is there some no. guy that's going to be going to... <laughs> to All right, to who's driving to Cleveland? The yeah. problem is, <laughs> but then it's going to be privatized. It'll yeah, be well, it's already UPS. privatized. It'll you got be, FedEx uh, and UPS. Yeah. And Although, yeah. I got a thing from UPS, and it was all smashed up to shit. Really? Yeah. Like I've, it, I've never gotten a package It looked like someone took a samurai sword and shoved it through the whole package. Wait, hang on. All right, that's that's not really smashed up. That's more like there's a hole in the box. Well, it was, but you know, I opened up. It was all smashed up. You know, what was it? It was a uh, it was a uh, ice uh, an ice bucket that I got for uh, one of my friends. And now it's got two holes in it. Yeah, well, yeah now and it's you all still sweet. sent a thank you note, like, uh, entry you hole and an exit bucket. hole. I was I was really hoping it was your samurai sword. <laughs> the samurai sword had a yeah. oh wow. I'd hate to see oh, what they just, do with the samurai sword for shit. I'm trying to picture a samurai sword getting stabbed Piercing by another samurai sword. sword. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's a snake eating its own tail. So, Ryan, where can your fans find you? Well, if they're listening to this, they're probably not my fan. Um, they're probably... And if they are, then they already know where to find me. Uh, your fans, however, can find me via uh, uh, ryanstout.com. They can find me on stupid Twitter. It's at, a very cool website, by the way. It's just different than Ryan. regular Twitter. I like, your, I like your website a lot. It's, it's an cool. okay website. Uh, no, it, it looks nice, yeah, but, I actually it's, really like it. but it's, it's flash-based, and so people can't look at it on iPads and iPhones. Uh, so actually, no. I was able to look at it on my iPhone. It's just it's that's, limited. It's one yeah placeholder page. Yeah, but it's a cool site. I mean, I I like Flash websites. I mean, they're going yeah. by the wayside, but it's still cool. Yeah, but Ryan yeah, has yeah. a point though about the iPad iPhone thing. Yeah. Right, right, There's right. There's really no point in programming that language um, anymore. I'm on Facebook, and uh, please go to YouTube. Check out a clip. It's just YouTube for slash Ryan Stout. Uh, if you watch ten clips and mail a clip to. 10 friends and they watch it. I could be famous overnight. That would be helpful. Yeah, it's like a chain letter. That's, Do it or you die. That's kind of why they're there. And your new album, which is, just went on iTunes. Yeah, my new album, Touche, is on iTunes. So cool. uh, that's doing okay, too. It's an actual album. It was released by Comedy Central Records. It's oh, nice. recorded by a Grammy winning 
uh, music producer. How did, you, how did you come up with the name Touche? Uh, well, there's a joke where I say Touche, so I just oh, kept okay. it. I always thought nice. it was a good... How did you, I was surprised there was no comedy album named Touche. Like, it seems like a natural fit for a comedy album. Mm. So I was like, yeah, we're going to snatch that right up. What, how did the Grammy-winning, like, engineer get involved? Just out of curiosity, I mean, I... Um, he, he recorded, uh, Lewis Black's, uh, Carnegie Hall performance cool. yeah. and won the Grammy for that. And, uh, he, he has a record label called Stand Up Records, which, nice. uh, he and I have been friends for years and years and years. Dan, that's awesome. Dan Schlissel. And, uh, he lives in Minneapolis and that's where I wanted to record. So, um, unfortunately I was going to go with Comedy Central's record label instead of his but he still agreed to do the recording i just had to pay him fantastic well thank you very right. much Rain. Thanks, thank, thank you, you. Good to have you. big ending big close Woo! <laughs> yes yeah and then stick around everybody because we're about to have the ford wrap up the sun's going down ford wrap up style Whoa, what's that I see over there on the horizon? Why, it's a cactus giving birth to another cactus. A little cactus baby. A little cactus miracle. Wahoo, I'm going to shoot it. It's the fourth wrap-up. Yeah. <laughs> so you just shot a cactus baby. For well, no apparent reason. Well, the the character in the Fort wrap yeah. up did. Yeah, he's uh, a he's got pretty bad. It's pretty bad. If you walk around with two guns all day, you're gonna be one to you're gonna want to shoot everything you see. This right. guy doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> so one more time, I want to say thank you to Ryan Stout for doing yes. the show. Yes. Good man. Good man. Very, very good. Very Get good his guest. new album. It is great. Uh, I laughed my balls off. Now I can't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Stout. Hey, uh, I, well, we're going to be doing something a little different today uh, because something came up that is very interesting. Uh, we have a, a fan of our show. We have one. <laughs> we have one fan. <laughs> Thank uh, God. And, the uh, only fan. Yes. <laughs> that makes us present known. So if he wants to talk about you, talk to us. Um, uh, on Twitter, I have this friend, a uh, uh, fan of the show, good friend of the show called Ingrid, Ingrid Holst. And uh, she wrote the first ever Fort fan fiction. Uh, she, I, <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> uh, uh, it, it is now. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not sure what fan fiction is really, but it's it's, it's, it's usually like a sci-fi. You see it online where people write like like Kirk and Spock having their adventures, and people. Just, oh, okay. Just so write their it's own sort stuff. of fans writing sketches for the when it's cra- when it's crazy. It, no, it's not sketches. It's like they write like novels sometimes. Oh, but, I see. But it's like non-published. It's just cool. Like, but just she, she wrote this for us uh, in our voices specifically. Really? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, on Twitter she she said she tweeted something about if we'd ever had a three way, and I was like, what? So she wrote the sketch. So uh, yeah, I think the majority of fan fiction is erotic. So I hope this doesn't get too crazy. <laughs> yeah. I haven't I haven't seen this yet. Uh, yeah, neither have so, I actually. So, you're, I, I think, know. Ed, you're the only it's, Yes. It's, so uh, we're, it. <laughs> we're just because we just want our, our listeners to hear uh, the first ever Fort fan fiction from at Ingrid Holst, and we're hearing it for the first time too. Yes. Right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, the title mm-hmm. of the sketch is Ed's Boozless Adventure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ed's Boozle's Adventure. Okay. okay. So the sketch starts now. Uh, and she wrote it for like the way we talk on the show. All so right. this is the show. Just, so just be ourselves. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Ed's Boozle's Adventure starts something like this. I made my goal a whole month without booze. Whoa. Dude, I got to be honest. I didn't think you'd make it, but I'm, I'm proud of you. You're an inspiration. A toast to Ed. 31 days. 
Whoa, Kevin, we can't have a toast. The, the guy stopped drinking. For a month, he's done now. And besides... Yeah, I've proven I can do it. So give me a glass and down the hatch. Hey, 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 there. You can't just drink it. You have to be prepared. Huh? Why? Why celebrate by doing what you've just spent a month not doing? Time for something new. This here glass holds a new experience. Uh, how new? Very. Mind-blowing. Really? Mind-blowing? Because word gets tossed around a lot these days. Oh, man, you gotta see this movie. Listen to this song. Sleep with this chick. It's mind-blowing. Often, I'm disappointed. Mind-blowing. Huh? Um, I don't know if I can handle mind-blowing. Uh, I, I brought some peyote. You guys want to do that instead? <laughs> Mike bringing peyote. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. I've never done that before. No, you don't want that. I know what you want, and you want this. What is it? Finally, you ask. This will change everything. It only lasts about an hour, but that should be long enough. And this glass is a potion. It will turn you into a woman. Ugh! <laughs> Why do I want that? Dude, you can play with yourself. Dude, not quite what I had in mind, but yeah. <laughs> what did you have in mind? Finding my feminine side, emphasizing with chicks. Finally, I understand them. Those are all noble. But I was thinking, you know we're all really good friends, right? Right. Like, really good friends. We'd do anything for each other. Like, Mike almost gave me a kidney. You bastard. I got tested and everything. I even took a week off of work. Checked into a hospital, prepped for surgery and all that. That joke got hilariously out of hand. Kevin didn't need it at all. He was just testing you, and you fell for it. I love that story. Mike and Kevin sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I. Speaking of kissing, wouldn't it be fun for you to know what it feels like from the other side? I think kissing feels uh, the about the same on both sides. Not kissing, you asshole. Fucking. Don't you want to know what it feels like for the girl? Whoa, no. Uh... Are you saying you want to fuck me? I think you'd make a pretty hot chick. You too, Mike. I'm okay with a three-way. Guys, I'm not fucking you. <laughs> not as a woman. Not ever! What about the potion, though? You could still be a girl for an hour. You could still play with yourself. You're gonna watch, aren't you? Ooh, can we? Uh, that'd be hot. I don't need to celebrate my month of sobriety, but, uh, what, what if I do have big boobs? I've seen your sister, Ed. You, you'll have big boobs. Ooh. Ooh, you've been checking out my sister. You're not wrong, though. Okay. <laughs> Here it goes. Uh... Do I need to ice this or something? If you want, but not really. Come on, drink it. Right. Okay. Give it a chance. Well, I feel it working. I feel, I feel. Justin Timberlake is really talented. I need more than one pair of black shoes. I understand why. I like tea. Whoa, it works fast. Look at his boobs growing. <laughs> no, they've always been that size. <laughs> oh, there they go. <laughs> we need curtains in here. Uh, let's coordinate colors this time. Ed's hair is so lustrous and long. Bye-bye, five o'clock shadow. All men are scumbags. Oh, hell. Well, I know that to be true. Ugh! I hate myself as a man. I never want to be a man again. I am now Emily. I hate men. I'm lesbian! Ah! No! Can we watch? Masher! <laughs> the end. All right, I, I, I will say uh, there were a couple details that were a little off. 
Um, all, right, all right. First off, I want to apologize because uh, I because uh, I, I only read it once and I got <laughs> really excited about it. So that's why I, I turned to a girl. I was early. Oh, that's, on. that's I was okay. Very confused. I, I, I didn't I, understand. I, I knew what was going on. Yeah, but, I didn't understand that why Ed was a girl. Uh, Mike, anyway. Mike would never bring peyote to it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, <laughs> but I, li- I would never do peyote. I'd be too scared. I mean, but but like, I yeah. but I liked uh, that I had a line where I uh, got to correct Mike and do like a Mike where he said something weird because that happens <laughs> all the time. Yes. So. So uh, good listening yeah. on that one. In our friendship, that's always been like you. I always hear you say like Mike. Yeah, I'm. I'm always admonishing you <laughs> for right reasons. <laughs> oh, and also, um, I, if anybody's checking out Ed's sister's boobs, it's me, not Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know your sister that well. Did she have really nice breasts? Uh, guys. <laughs> Well, she's got, he's got three of them. Take your pick. Ew. Yeah, there, there's six boobs to, to look at. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You mash them all together, it's one big boob. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so, uh, yes, thank you for the submission. Thank you very much, Ingrid. That was nice of you. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're giving a boost thing. Was she picking up on something? Like, did yeah, you... th- we talked about it. In oh, the for, for, the, for January. For yeah, the... I quit 27 days in. Yeah, so how did that go? I was actually... <laughs> you made it to day 27 out of 31? Yeah. Oh, four more days. Yeah, but I was just like, I got all as much good out of it as I, I possibly could. So you could. stopped drinking and smoking and drinking caffeine for like a whole month. Yeah. So how did it go? I mean, like... Uh... Um, you know what? It, it, it was uh, fine. I mean, I was bummed because I hurt my back, so I wasn't exercising, so I didn't really lose any weight mm-hmm. that I wanted to. So it just shows me that drinking has nothing to do with my weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what, uh, what happened on day 27? Like, where did you go? Um, It was just... It was just a weekend. I thought, like, uh, I you're was, just home alone, staring at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, oh, I, I hung out with the uh, uh, comedy's David Sons. Oh, uh, yeah, he, nice. he 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 went <laughs> his show went on hiatus, so he wanted to go get drinks. So I was like, yeah, sure, why not? It was the end of the month, so I don't like to get drunk with with all my friends. Like some friends I get drunk with, and oh, just, who who do you not like to? Get I don't drunk want to name names. Okay. But well, why would you not want to get drunk with someone? Like, what, what's the okay, okay. what's the attribute that you don't like? Because, uh, like, because it, it'll it'll amplify like a negative attri- like attribute of theirs. Well, like they'll they'll like they'll like just be like bitchy and kind of angry and and like kind of. I'm not gonna name names. Don't so don't mouth the name, Ed, please. But uh, yeah, yeah, they'll just be kind of like you know destitute, just kind of bitch about stuff and. Whereas, like you know, like a like a fun loving party friend, like Sans or or a Mindertsma yeah. or a Grady, you yeah. know, that like it amplifies their their good guy qualities or their 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 weird natures, and it's like time standards, and they just become like fucking cartoon characters. We didn't say I, we never said the name of the negative person that you're talking about, but am I right? No, that wasn't what I, what I was thinking. But yeah, I, I have. Seen <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have to know who it is now. I mean, no, no, you don't. I'll tell you later. Well, I'm, I just want to know. Okay, all right. But anyway, what's, we, but what's, what's, your, what's, what's your worst experience like drinking with a negative friend? Let, let me ask you that. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, you know what? This is more relatable. All right. Yeah. Uh, have you ever? Do you ever get drunk with a friend, and that friend that you get drunk with, or high with, even mm-hmm. like any kind of inebriated friend, and they just don't stop talking? Like some people, they get drunk, or they or they just get inebriated on something, and they just never shut up, and they just talk and talk and talk, and they don't listen, and they're and then they start repeating themselves, and it's really annoying. And that's sure. why that's that's like the worst part about coke, or, oh, I, or yeah. I guess your life going down the shitter. But, yeah. <laughs> but in the no, r- you're I, you're right. When I do coke, I, I yeah, become a fucking. I can honestly box. say I've never I've never hung out with someone where they've been doing coke. Uh, well. Uh, I'm not saying I've I've never done it, but <laughs> no, I mean I've, I've well, first of all, I've never done it, but I've never hung out with someone that. It's was awesome. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no one, I've never I've never hung out with like people that were 
that were doing like lines of coke and then like for, for, some, like, for like, some reason when you do coke you uh you get it in your head that you have the solution to all the world's problems and you're fascinating and you're fast so, when, so yeah. what's the difference so when, between alcohol and coke it, it's, it's 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 worse it's way worse because so, when uh, i get drunk I, I tend to solve like the problems yeah yeah, yeah but, but, it, but with alcohol like and then i forget about it the it's next like day. you think you're entertaining and funny about it but with cocaine you're like very earnest and it's like everybody li- has to listen to me because i have the truth yeah so then it's like it's two people that both think they're so fascinating but everyone's waiting for their turn to talk and yeah. by waiting for their turn to talk, they're just talking over each other, exactly. talking at each other. Yeah, they're not, yeah, exactly, talking at each other, no listening, just blah 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 blah. Well, Kevin, you've gotten mad at me because I've gotten a little inebriated. I would say it like, you know, when we were watching movies and stuff, and then I would talk a little too much, and then you got mad. Well, with you, it's, it's not the talking so much. It's like you, you, you get a little handsy, you get a little physical. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 explain. Okay, okay. So, I, yeah, I remember like uh, one of the first times we, I got a drunk with you watching a movie was District Nine, and uh, and it was like you you were sitting in between me and Ed, and you kept on putting your hands on her knees. We go like like, like kind of like a like a together thing. Like, <laughs> hey, we're hey we're drunk and we're watching a movie together. Yeah, it's kind of like we're flying on a plane together. And yeah. I remember I had to lean over at one point and go be like, Mike, you gotta knock that shit off. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, stop touching my leg. Yeah. <laughs> or, but you know, I never did it again. Or or like you you put like an arm around the shoulder, you know, and be like, hey, we're pal, like like palsy handsy, not like creepy handsy. Yeah. But like it, it gets a little much, yeah. And it's like, yeah. Eh, Mike, stop touching me. Well, I like to, uh, I, I like to heighten the movie, I guess, you know. But uh, by putting your fingers on my face, yes, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> Mike likes to heighten the movie by going like, oh, don't go in there, sister. <laughs> he gonna kill you. <laughs> you deserve to get killed, bitch. <laughs> like, Mike, they gotta kick us out. <laughs> Look at that fool turning into an alien. <laughs> Motherfucker. Are you are you guys are you guys saying that when I get drunk I turn into a black, black woman? man or a black, black woman? woman. You yeah. turn into Agent Pepper. Uh. <laughs> they don't know who Agent Pepper is. Yeah, we've talked about Agent Pepper on the fort, haven't we? Nuh-uh. No, I don't even know. Because you refuse Agent... to do it because you think it's racist. Oh, wait, well, who's Agent well, Pepper? Okay, so let's explain to the audience what Agent Pepper is. Okay, well, oh, shit. Well, hey, uh, hey, audience, you remember that movie Salt with Angelina <laughs> Jolie that came out of like three years ago? You know, I never saw that, but yeah, no, yeah. no one did. But Kevin had this idea for a sketch. But he didn't want to do it because he felt it was racist. Yeah, but uh, explain it. Okay, okay. So it's basically. I mean, you wrote "Fear the Darkies." Uh, I know. <laughs> so and let, I mean, let, and, and let, that sketch was. The let, dark him explain, keys, let him explain. Let him explain. Okay, okay. So, so basically, like it'd be uh, the same movie, but instead of Angelina Jolie, it'd be a, a, a like a, a sassy black woman, and instead of Salt, her name would be Pepper, and she'd be Agent Pepper. Be like Agent Pepper, and and, uh, and she'd have like catchphrases and things, and, because in the movie, like Angelina Jolie is accused of killing. The president, so like Agent Pepper would be like, "Uh uh-uh, oh, baby, I won't kill no president. I love Obama, Pepper," and, the, and that's what she says. That's how she finishes finishes every dialogue. And then when, she, when she busts out, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, because there's the part in the preview where she, where Angelina Jolie steals a guy's motorcycle. Right. So like Agent Pepper, when she does, she'd be like, "Uh uh-uh, oh, baby, that's my motorcycle, Pepper." <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a there was a group called Salt and Pepper, right? Or are you asking? You don't know that there is one? No, wait. I I do remember. Like it was a ways back, though, right? What are you talking Mike, about? You're ways not, back. You're, you're not ninety. Quit yeah. acting like you're ninety. Seriously. But it wasn't like a white person. And a, it was no. It was it was it was it was three women. Yeah, yeah I remember now. Yeah. Push it. Let's talk about sex. Shoop. And like, then, what's the matter with you? To, to me, though, you got to understand. Like back. Back in that age, I was more you were in high rock school than hip hop or like all that. But you didn't watch MTV. You didn't I didn't have MTV when I was growing up. Neither did I. 
but I yeah, me neither. But, but I knew who Salt and Pepper was, you know, and, and Spinderella. But back then, I was listening to Queensrykke. You know, like that so was, was I. Like, I was listening to everything. Queensrykke so really, was before Salt and Pepper. That they were no, like no, no, late eighties, no, no, no. early nineties. Well, well, right? Push it was was like I was in grade school. Yeah, and oh, then really? like junior high, high. Was Salt and Pepper eighties, late eighties? Uh, it was like late eighties uh, through, okay, right. through the night. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They were earlier than that. Okay. Yeah. Whatever happened to them? Uh, uh, there was a died. reality show of them getting back together. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit? Anyway, anyway uh, Agent so- Pepper is a racist character that will, you will never hear again. So see, oh, the moral <laughs> of the story is, see, guys, we don't throw up everything that we write. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> we say no to yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Quit writing comments that like we, we just do everything we write. No, we, we pick and choose. And what you hear is the best of the crop. I <laughs> think <laughs> said, thank you so much for listening to the four podcast. Woo! One more time. Thank you to Ingrid. Yeah. <laughs> and thank uh, you so much for sticking I, around for the fort wrap up. Woohoo! Come back next time, Buckaroos, and I'll put a bullet in your face. Also, if you like our show, listen go to the comedy podcast network.com so you can hear other shows on that network. And also follow us on Twitter at the Fortcast or Tumblr at the uh, thefortcast.tumblr.com. And you can always check out more sketches and more old episodes at uh, theforecast.com. And keep an eye out for them cactus babies. Yeehaw! Shoot them in the face. That's the freshest way to kill them. Cactuses don't have faces. Cactus, they have babies, though. I'm sorry I messed up your sketch, Ingrid. <laughs> <laughs> 